Episode 99 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. A podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show this week, week 30 of the Hastings Report, with co-host Leon Pettit, we run through a rain-hit week in the SCFL, MSFL and ESFL, with special guest, Chairman of Westfield, Jack Stapley. Then finally... We have the SBTS Fan Roundtable. The SBTS boys are joined by John Andrews of the Canby Ultras as we look forward to our away day at the Movie Star Stadium. Enjoy, grassroots football fans. And now over to the shout-outs. John Gale wishes to give Bert Linson, who for people that don't know is a member of the Dutch wing of the HUFC fan base. He's 62 on Saturday and might be joining us for the 100th episode. Anyway, Bert, happy birthday, mate.
over to week 30 of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to introduce week 30 of the uh, Sussex by the Sea Hastings Report, SBTS Hastings Report, uh, with my wonderful co-host uh, Leon Pettit, the ESFL veteran that he is. Uh, I know he's had a good week, but I'm going to ask him. Uh, Leon, how was your week? Yeah, good. Yeah, well rested. Another another Saturday without without playing any football, so hopefully the, the hammy's been well and truly rested now, so... You know, saying that I did go out for a run in the morning, so... Uh, Already tweaked? No, no, no. no, no running's fine. It's just games and sprinting doesn't seem to seem to like... Well, no, my knee don't like running. It's road running. It doesn't like the impact. So it's always, it's always something, but... Well, good. I, uh, you went to Brighton. A quick a quick rundown of the Brighton win? Um, Yeah, just this difference in standard showed, really. I, I thought Grimsley might have given it a bit more, but just just really couldn't, really. But, I mean, fair play to the, to the away fans. They made... Made some good noise and obviously uh, they're there for a good day out and a good day out they had regardless of the results. So it was nice to have a chat with a couple of them outside the ground as well on the way out. Just wish each other best of luck. And why can't everyone be like that, basically? Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Right yeah. then. Uh, okay, well, let's just move on to SCFL results. So we had all games, all leagues have been affected by the, the unfortunate weather. So this, this isn't going to be a long one today. Uh, so... So it was Tuesday, 14th of March uh, in the SCFL. It was Peacehaven and Telscombe 1, Little Common 0. Um, Curtis Ford getting the goal for Peacehaven. And Peacehaven go up to six for that win. Um, wow. I, we, we said they might struggle, didn't we, Leon? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you'd left it at a well... That might have just summed it, summed it up, really. <laughs> just, yeah. Well, well, we'll leave it at that then. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Uh, so, and then on Wednesday, uh, that's 15th, uh, in the Sussex RUR Charity Cup, uh, Bexhill nil, Midhurst and Eastbourne won. Um, by all accounts, uh, what Bexhill described as an ugly game was decided by a second-half penalty from Midhurst. Yeah, so unfortunately, it's uh, their goal isn't up on the FA website, but um, that's a real shame from Bexhill. Um, I don't know what else to add to that, Leon. Do you got anything to add to it? No, just a bit of a shock result, really. And by all accounts, it weren't the best of games from them. Um, um yeah, I mean, a chance to get in a cup final would have been nice for Bexhill. So I doubt they'll be disappointed at missing out of that opportunity. But yeah, it just weren't meant to be. Yep. Okay. So then fixtures. Uh, this Saturday, uh, it's Broadbridge Heath versus Bexhill. And this is going to be a very tough away day for Bexhill. Against top of the league Broadbridge, um, you'd think this is going to be a toughie, wouldn't you, Leon? Yeah, no, well, it'll be a tough, tough one for both teams, really. I mean, both of them up there in the form table. So, um, but to go away to the, the team who are, who are top and probably full of confidence, it's, yeah, from a Bexhill point of view, it's definitely going to be, a, I imagine, a very tough afternoon for them. But they've shown all, they're obviously capable. They've got some good results. They've got some very good players in that side. So, you know. Hopefully they can cause a cause an upset and keep it interesting up there at the top of the table. Yep. And then uh, on Saturday as well, Little Common have got uh, that Midhurst and Eastbourne. Uh, you'd hope having home advantage maybe uh, should be enough for Little Common. Am I being too hopeful here? 
No, I'd, I'd favour a little common. Just, yeah, obviously their their form this this side of Christmas has been pretty pretty impressive. They've pretty much cemented that mid table spot really. So there's no no real pressure or anything. So yeah, just go out there and enjoy it. And but yeah, no, they're definitely capable of um, getting the win there. Favour them. Okay, so then we move on to the uh, uh, MSFL. There was only one fixture, uh, and that was uh, uh, quite a shock result for I felt. Uh, Westfield three, Ringmer three, George Landace backs to Orchard and an own goal for Westfield. Uh, at currently, FA website does the Ringmer goals aren't up, so I, so I can't give you those. But I mean, it's a great result for Ringmer, really. Uh, Westfield easily turned them over at their place back in December, but not to be this week. Leon, um, a surprise one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the review to Jack, who's obviously due on in a, yeah. <laughs> in a bit. And it just so happens, Leon's beat me to it. Here's Jack to talk about it. It just so happens we've got uh, Jake Stapley here, the uh, Westfield chairman. Uh, first of all, to talk about the uh, Westfield versus Ringmer game, but there's going to be a whole, we're going to talk about a whole lot more as well. Firstly, uh, big hello to Jack. Hi, guys. Hope you're all well. Good. Yeah, Leon's hydrating. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jack, for, obviously myself and and Leon have always spoke on the uh, Westfield game, uh, a game I thought you would you would be winning quite comfortably, and you did. I'm sure you beat them. I think you beat them three four nil at uh, at their place when you yeah, played them. Three nil. Yeah. So, j- chap, what happened? Uh, two poor goals in the first half. Two really poor goals, actually. Um, very unlike us, to be honest. Um, pitch was in not fantastic condition so trying to play out from the back uh, got caught with the first goal um just overplaying really second goal uh, we had two bites of the cherry to clear it really once on the halfway line the full back um ball got half cleared should we say um ball came in the same area again center half just completely missed it it's just one of those things really um probably should have gone in hindsight or look back and thinks he would have probably gone with his right foot if it happened again went with his left foot missed the ball players running on goal uh, fantastic finish to be fair I take no credit away from the finish it was a great finish outside of the boot uh, unfortunately the the VO has stopped working at the moment so uh, I haven't got the goals but yeah it was a fantastic finish uh, and to be fair the first one wasn't a bad finish either. Um and that was their only two shots the Jack was that is that Jack is that it stopped working or you threw it somewhere when uh, um, they went too up no no it's, uh, I mean it's on the other side <laughs> of the pitch but it just um yeah, I don't know. I can't get can't get this a whole charge, which is annoying because it's an expensive bit of kit, and um, unfortunately, their uh, customer service is not fantastic. So uh, it's uh, yeah, a bit of a nightmare, really. Um, but yeah, I say we go two nil. We're, we're two nil down after forty five minutes. Um, we score in added time. Probably our first bit of quality of the game, really. Ball comes in from the right side. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it's George Landaise who puts the ball in the box, uh, and their their centre half has slid in. I, I think. Warren Peffig would have probably tapped it in anyway, but their centre half slid in, scored an own goal. Um, so we're on a bit of a high going in at half time. I'm pretty sure that there was some choice words said at half time. Um, it's just <laughs> been very unlike us, to be honest. We're unbeaten in the league since the 10th of, the, 10th of October. Away to Hollington was the last time we were beaten in the league, like 13 or 14 games. Um, obviously, we've only lost three times all season, um, twice to Hollington. Wants to Linfield, oh, uh, sorry, in the cup game at Jarvis Brook. But yeah, it was frustrating, really. It wasn't ourselves, but still had plenty of opportunities. Ben Radley hit the bar, probably had three or four chances from corners, and they have literally scored with their two only chances, their two only shots of the game. Second half, we came out like a house on fire. 
uh, George Landay scored in the 46th minute. Keeper, uh, their young keeper, who, who I must say is, is fantastic, by the way. Um, really, really good keeper. He's got a bright future. Um, and he was getting plenty of stick from, from the guys. It was a big crowd. There must have been 150, 170 people, I'd say, Saturday. Uh, a lot of Hastings contingent there. So, um, yeah, a few of the few of the guys from behind the goal that were giving him a little <laughs> bit of stick, which is always good for a for a young lad to learn that. Um is good. But he he missed miskicked it uh, straight to George. George just doesn't miss at the moment. Uh, twenty eight goals. I was gonna say how many has he got? Bloody hell, twenty eight goals. Twenty eight goals. Um I think he's what we got five games left, six games if we get to the cup final. He'd be looking at he'd be looking at forty goals. Um if he carries on the way he has done in the past couple of months. Um and that would be a real mean, it's no mean feat to score that amount of goals, no matter what level you play. We scored again. Baxter Orchard, the bench, scored um, from a Ryan Moyer free kick. Uh, edge of the box, volley, really tidy finish. Um, again, should have wrapped it up probably after that. Had a couple of good opportunities. Keeper made a good save. Uh, they weren't really threatening at all. They were, they're, 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 not, they're not a bad side. Um, they're very workmanlike, very young, very fit. Uh, and they just kept going and they got their just reward in the last minute but last literally last kick of the game um we've cleared it in midfield we've gone we've probably gone deeper than we probably should have uh balls whipped in from the right hand side here players got the first touch our left backs our right backs gone to clear it it's hit the goalkeeper uh and it's fell right to the center forward six yards out it's one of those things frustrating but um it's not a loss from two nil down um, Harry said after the game he was happy with the character to come back, but obviously disappointed with the final result to to concede like that. I mean, we've we've drawn out of 20 games, we've drawn seven games this season. Uh, if we five of them were from winning from when we've been winning, if yeah. we'd have held on to them five games, we'd be top of the league. I know we I know Hollington would have a lot of games in hand on us, but we'd have points on the board. I'm not saying that that look they're going to win the league by 20 points um, i'm not saying that they're not going to but uh we'd at least be putting pressure on infield and balkham to to try and chase us so that's the most frustrating thing for, for i'd imagine for the management side and and for me as chairman this year is um the goals that we've conceded late on rotherfield twice we were four new up against rotherfield we drew five all uh two goals in the last minute rotherfield away we drew one all uh side that we should be beating to be honest um Cookfield away, another one. Drew Friel with them. And obviously Saturday uh, is a real gut, gut buster, to be honest. It's really frustrating. But it's football, uh, and it's football at step seven level. Um, we're not Premier League players. We do switch off. That's the reason we play at this level. So it's, um, yeah, it's all a learning curve again this year. Um, we're not going to be in a permission, uh, position to be promoted this season, unfortunately. Uh, um, we just haven't got the points per game. Uh, to match Copthorne and Jarvis Brook from the other side. Yeah, uh, so it is frustrating, but it gives us a year to build the new ground. I mean, the fencing is going to be, um, obviously, I know we're going to talk about that, but the fencing is going to be in very soon. Uh, the stand is being ordered as we speak, uh, and then it will just leave us the floodlights to be sorted with um, hopefully the Football Foundation grant um, once we get the lease. So we'll be um, well on our way by the end of the summer to to being back in senior football next year. Um, and I know that there's uh, talk of quite a big opening game with Hastings coming over or potentially some others. But yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be really nice to to get over there. I mean, it's been 21 years, so um, <laughs> it's been a long time that it's been talked about. So it'll be nice to finally see some football there. Yeah, well, you kind of nicked... <laughs> 
you've nicked a few of the questions I was going to ask you. I was going to oh, ask sorry, you about, mate. yeah, say it's fine. It's just obviously about your season. You've done that. You've now touched on the ground. Uh, it would be nice. Yeah, maybe this is the way to do it. You know, you're waiting until you've got that new ground to get yeah, a promotion. Yeah. So maybe it has to happen organically a little bit. Maybe um, this year would have been too forced, to be honest. Um, too rushed probably is the word to to use. Um, just it's a long process to get everything in place and get your clubhouse sorted, get this sorted, get that sorted. And it's um yeah, it's it's, it's happening organically. I think now this year it gives us, like I say, till the thirty first of December to get the the everything in for promotion and then gives you to the 31st of March to get the ground grading done, um, which I don't think will be a problem, to be honest. Like I say, um, it's really nice facility over there. Uh, be two-sided to start with, three-sided probably by the end of the next season, where and the bank side will be left. So it'll be, it's going to be quite a quirky ground. Um, it'll almost be a bit like the old St. Leonard's ground, like Fort Fun that people used to call it. Uh, where you've got like split levels and things like that. So it'll be quite, it's going to be, it'll be different. It'll be different to what um, most grounds are going to be like, but it's good. It's going to be really nice. And I, like I say, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. How does it work then, uh, Jack? You've got the, the first of all, you're getting a lease. How long will that lease be for? So um, the lease will be 25 years to start with. Uh, obviously we're pushing for a 99 year lease, but um which is which can secure you a lot more funding, but uh, the parish council don't want to commit to that, which is fair enough. Um, so 25 years is the minimum lease you can get to get like a 70% grant. Um, so we're going to do that. Uh, obviously, we will be renting it off of the parish council, but it will be for us to maintain and to everything inside the boundary for us to to put in new stands, floodlights, all, all that sort of thing. So we start off with a 100 seater stand, uh, which is the minimum that you require. Mm. Uh, and then we'll look to obviously upgrade that as we go. Yeah, and like I say, we we just want to once we once we climb into senior football, I think we'll see a sharp rise quite quickly. First couple of seasons, um, everyone wants to come play a new ground, etc. Things like that. Obviously, Steve's effect on it as well um, is is massive. The social media following has trebled this season. I think we've gone from like a thousand to uh, I don't even know what we're at like nine thousand now. We're getting requests from here, there, and from America and things to send shirts to and everything. It's just a, yeah, it's just mm. kind of a bit mental, really. Um, it, don't get me wrong, it's calmed down a little bit now. Um, but yeah, in the summer again, I'd imagine it will go. Oh, yeah, it'll pick up. We've got a few, we've got a few things up our sleeves with um, some different players and things like that, not um, like forest players and things to, to do some bits to, to help us grow again. So, mm. Yeah, it's really good, uh, and Steve's um, the backbone behind it all. Really, uh, he's got that knowledge and and things. So, and the contacts, and that's the biggest thing in football is the contacts. Yeah, what? what actually, no. What, <coughs> Leon, do you want to say anything, mate? Because I'm just blabbering on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, it's, that's <laughs> all. No, it's interesting to say you want to. So it was all happening organically because I know you've played at that high level before, and through not not your own, not your fault at all. Obviously, you've had to drop down a level. So I yeah. can imagine there's that sort of um, not ambition, but you know you that you want to get back to that level you what you was at as soon as possible because I know you guys should have been promoted, shouldn't you? If we went for ground grade yes. into yes. old county one, and here I you are having to play intermediate. I joined, uh, which would have been 2009. I think we finished third in mm. what would have been then county one. Uh, so we could have been promoted to to county prem had it not been for the ground. Um, so yeah, it was. Um, 
and then obviously five years later, I think it is, we've been demoted to to what it is glorified park level football now. Uh, they've not even called, they've taken it even out of the step level now. They're calling it a feeder league. Um, yeah, so it's um, it was a bit of a culture shock to start with. Mm. Um, being in the Sussex County Division 2, the facilities are 10 times better what they are in the Mid-Sussex League. I'd say the football's better in the Mid-Sussex League. The standard, definitely. But the facilities-wise, the County League or the Southern Combination is way, way above what the Mid-Sussex League is. That's interesting because I, I always thought the the sort of general feeling out there was that the Southern Combination was the better standard just because where it was county football and obviously Mid-Sussex made that step up. But then again, obviously the last two seasons, Sidley, Hollington have won the Sussex Intermediate Cup, haven't they? So yeah. Mid-Sussex is obviously, you know, like you say, it's the better standard, but always knew it was at least on par. I, th- I think the um, with regards to it is the, the Southern Combination is more, shall we say, agricultural football uh whereas the mid-sussex league everyone's there's the nicey nicey teams they want to get down the ball down and play all that sort of thing but the bit like the biggest shot for me is is obviously the facilities um and there's nothing against the clubs at all like you'll go to balkham and there's trees hanging over the pitch like the referee i used last year as an example we lost six two up there the referee said don't worry about it. the ball will never hit it it literally hit it in the first 15, <laughs> first 15 seconds of Balkan scored from it. And you just had to like laugh. We just, with me and dad just sat on the bench and mm. went, you know what? You've just got, you just yeah. got to laugh, like no dugouts and things like that. So that's the difference between, I think that's the difference between the Southern combination and the mid Sussex. But um, if you put, if you amalgamated the two leagues together, uh, the mid Sussex league teams would bar Jarvis Brook and possibly Cockthorn, um, the Mid Sussex League teams would be the teams at the top of the league, definitely. Linfields, Balkans, ourselves, Hollington. Hollington would win the league no matter what league they're playing in. Uh, Hollington could go to the league above and probably be in the top three or four. It's just the way it is. Yeah, it's they're, they're a very good side. And I'd say they've handed out two two thrashings to us this season. Uh, away, I thought we were very unlucky to get beaten by the score we did. Uh, had we scored, or instead of hitting the post on the 80th minute, we'd have probably got something out of the game. But yeah, they're a, they're a good side. And That's because Chris no turned up. I'm, I'm an absolute. <laughs> I've turned up for your games, and then ah, uh, oh, sorry. We're, we've had a guy I think who goes to watch Bexhill quite a bit. Uh, he's on Twitter. Um, smokes a cigar. I can't oh, Borna Borna Totter. Borna Totter. He's not seen us. He's watched us like six times this season. He hasn't seen us win a game. <laughs> I've, I've definitely seen you win a game, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm better luck than him. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um, like I say, it was brilliant up there Saturday. There must have been 150, 170 people, um, pat behind the bar and everything like that. It was, it was great. It's exactly what we want. Um, and hopefully, like I say, when the new ground does come along, the village gets right behind it, and uh, the community come out and and support the football club and, and we'd like to support the community back with with different initiatives um, like we're running the free youth coaching throughout the whole of May for um for kids from the village start uh, I mean we were I think we've got nine youth teams now start next season we'll hopefully have um hopefully have 14 or 15 youth teams uh so yeah the club's going through a real process and there's a lot of people behind the scenes that don't get the credit uh obviously Harry my dad Ian Curry John Gardner, David Miller, all the youth team coaches, all the adult coaches, like none of them get any credit. They they just see myself and and Steve, and that's what everyone associates the club with. But there's so many people more, so many more people behind the scenes that do so much for it that wouldn't just wouldn't 
it wouldn't run without them. I mean, Swerve, um, who, who does the kitchen and Graham Drinkwater, who does the bar, that's our main source of income is the bar and the, and the kitchen. So um, no one will ever, people in local football know who they are, Graham and Swerve, but they're never associating with what's going on at Westfield now. And um, yeah, I think that that's the, that's the biggest thing, volunteers in football, uh, which is huge. Without them, no football club runs. Oh yeah, 100% there. Absolute lifeblood of it. Um, just quickly, we want to talk about you're going to be hosting the Macron Cup. Uh, yep. This this year's Macron Cup, I believe, because I've, I've, I've already spoke about it. No, I haven't already. I'm going to yeah. already speak about it later. But it's um, Rye Town, Bexhill, isn't it? Rye Town, Bexhill? Uh, yeah, Bexhill yeah. Town. Bexhill Town, Rye Town. Rye Town, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to be hosting them. So April 29th. Um, looking forward to doing this? Yeah, definitely. We um we done it a few years ago when the pilot field was having some renovations. Um, so yeah, yeah, really really looking forward to it. It's always a good day. It's always nice to get to a cup final. Um, like I say, Rye and and Bexhill Town, I think are the top two sides in the in the Prem, I believe. I've I've seen Bexhill Town play once this year against our reserves. I haven't seen Rye. I've seen Rye in pre-season when they played our first team, but um, two very good sides by all accounts. Um. So yeah, hopefully it's uh, really well supported. I know that Macron are looking to put on some different things for on the day as well, wh- whether that be for the kids or for the adults. I know the bar will be stocked and the, and the kitchen will be running. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a good day. Um, like I say, it's always nice for teams to get to a cup final, and and it's been a it's been a really welcome addition, I think, to the to the. East. I, I don't know whether you've played in it, Leon, this year, but. I think at one point we had our thirds versus our fourths, which was quite interesting. And um, yeah, it's really good. I, I, I like that. Com- real, really like that concept of it. Uh, like kind of an FA Cup style thing. Um, be nice if they, it'd be nice to broaden it out as well. I think we should. We could have. Um, I'm not sure whether it's allowed or not, but like if our first team can enter or Hollington or Settlescombe, etc., things like that, and you can get some real cup shocks in there. I think there has been some in there already. I'm pretty sure. Um, well, no, our, our reserves got knocked out by Division 2 or Division 3 team. Um, I think that's I know, who, who got, got a few good results, didn't they? Mate? Yeah, who who got a couple mm. of good results as well. Um, but Sanders, I think they got to the semi-finals, didn't they? They, what, they, div, are they Div 2 or Div 1? Div, um, uh, div 1. Yeah, oh, Div 1. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they knocked our reserves out quite comfortably and it's 5-1. So, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's a really good, really good cup. I, I like, I like the idea of it, and obviously the chance to win a, a kit and trophy at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Well, talking about your reserves, um, Jack, what? How do you, in terms of your, your obviously the seconds, your thirds, of course, how do you see the season's gone for them? Um, when they actually play some games, I'll be able to tell you. I mean, they've only played <laughs> seven games, so I think they can go. You know, I think if they win their games in hand, they can go second. Uh, I played for the reserves myself last week against Hawkers. Uh, yeah. It was an interesting game, shall we say? Hawkers like a tackle. <laughs> well, yeah, you <laughs> like that as well, Jack. I've yeah. seen you play, mate. Oh, yeah, I'm so slow now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, um, they do. They're doing well because they have had such an unsettled side at the start of the season. Uh, took a couple of hammerings early doors, Crowhurst, um, to bit to name one. Um, and since then, they've they've picked up, but. Um, with the weather and everything like that, they've had massive gaps in their schedule. I mean, I've just had the, I've literally, as we're talking now, I've just had the confirmation come through of the remaining fixtures and they're going to be running right up to, uh, the reserves are going to be running right up to the 10th of May. So that's how far behind. I mean, they've got 
one, two, three, four, five, seven. Still got seven home games left and two away games. So uh, they're going to be playing Saturday, Tuesday or Saturday, Wednesday, pretty much every week from the 1st of April through to the 10th of May now. So that's how the weather behaves. Yeah, and it'll be a real test for their squad because they have got a a, quite a small squad um, bumped up by a lot of Hastings under 18s, to be honest. So they're getting their first taste of adult football. Um, Yeah, but they've done really well. really happy with with how they're doing like i said with it's um it supplements the first team really well obviously the first team's our main priority this season was was to get in the top three and get promoted um it's probably out of our reach possibly third and we might be able to because we still got to play linfield and balkan but um the reserves was all about staying in the division because obviously they won division two last year uh made the decision to ask to step up to the prem um thought it It'd be really tough, but it looks like they're going to stay up quite comfortably and, and possibly push on to to be in the top three or four, which is which is a, a real plus. Um, mm. I mean, the average age of the team's probably eighteen, if that. A um, couple of older heads in with them that have played local football, um, and a couple of us old fat gits who <laughs> <laughs> who like to get have a game every now and then. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's really really good, mate. Really good. Uh, like I say, the whole club's um, on on and up up with spiral. I, I've got to say, I've got to say, because you're on here, but I remember watching a game. I think it was, it's got to be a season or two ago now. <laughs> and you were, you were on the bench and uh, one, some forward was giving one of your defenders jib. Um, and so you subbed yourself on <laughs> to deal with that person. It was fantastic. Stuff. I, I could see it happening slow. I thought, oh dear, this bloke's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Then, when you grow up playing in the team, like 16, 17, you were and you're playing alongside Razor and people mm. like that. You don't have much choice but to look <laughs> after yourself. <laughs> uh, he don't give you a moment's rest, that guy. So uh, and rightly so. So yeah, it's uh, it's just how I've always played football. To yeah. I've never been blessed with pace or anything. Ball or player, not both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I think so. Oh, I'll tell you what. I just mentioned about um, if anyone wants to see the progress on the stadium, is there like a website or anywhere where to see the latest? There's westfieldfootballclub.com. Um, it's got some some good footage on there. Uh, it's got all the all the story about it, all the planning permissions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but the main source of it, really, I haven't had much time to keep that up to date. So the main source of it really is um, is Twitter or the Facebook page. But uh, at FC One Westfield is 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 the Twitter page, and that's probably where we're most active, to be honest. Uh, and all the any time I get any new photos or updates or anything, I always try and put it on there. Oh, great stuff. All right. And well, listen, Jack, thanks for coming on, mate. And, no um, worries. Thank you for having me. Yeah, take care. Yeah, and good, good, good luck for the rest of the season. Yeah. And you guys, no, appreciate it. And I'm sure I'll see you all soon. You certainly will. Take care, mate. Thanks, yeah. guys. See you later. Bye. 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 Now we move to fixtures. We've got Ashurst Wood versus Hollington. Second off bottom, Ashurst, I've got no chance against Hollington. Um, I wouldn't think so, Leon. Um, and the last time they played, it was a bit of a war. I went and saw this game. Uh, it ended 7-0, Hollington. I think more of the same here. Uh, I think the ref's going to be busy as well. So, uh, any thoughts on this one, Leon? Um, good luck, Ashurst. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, moving on to ESFL Prem. Uh, again, uh, no no, no real games other than cup games here. So, uh, first of all, it was the uh, Macron Cup semi-final. Uh, Sandhurst nil, Bexhill Town 4. Uh, two goals from Henry Barnes. Olafew, Peterson and Tommy Whelan getting the other goal for Bexhill Town. 
Home advantage wasn't enough for First Division Sandhurst. Bexhill top of the Prem and through to the uh, Macron Cup final. Well done them. Uh, then we move on to the other semi-final, which was uh, Rye Town 7, who nil. Uh, Sammy Falks with two, Sam Hesmer with two, Jordan Osborne, Charlie Stevens, and Sam Cooper with the goals. Uh, the Prem side Rye were too much for Second Division, who uh, game was over in the first half or nil. Um, in the first half and it's an all-prem final Bexhill versus Rye Town and uh, 29th of April at the Parish Field that should be a decent final shouldn't it Leon? Yeah yeah it should be um, a decent final good advert for, for local football so hopefully it'll be um, we hope the weather will be spot on it'll be a good occasion for everyone and yeah hopefully it'll be a good day all round hmm. We might get corporate tickets <laughs> hey Leon? Is that you hinting? <laughs> Come on, Macron. Come on. Yeah, give us the porn sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do like a porn sandwich. <laughs> um, so, uh, in ESFL Division 1, they managed to have a game, uh, a league game here. It was um, it didn't go, turn out well for Waddhurst, though. It was uh, Waddhurst United 2, pass and move 5. Um, Philip Hatch with a hat-trick. Curtis Coombs and Fraser Discala with the goals for pass and move. No goals up on the site for Waddhurst. Sorry, um, not on the FA site. I mean, it's just a tough day at the office there for Wadhurst. Uh, no results in Division 2. No results in Division 3. Uh, Division 4, though. Wellcroft Park Rangers reserves 2. Hastings Athletic 2. Uh, James Martin and Aaron Wright with the pen for Wellcroft. Uh, Joseph Simeon and Charlie McDonald put Hastings Athletic 2-0 up against Wellcroft, which could have been a mega surprise. Amazing Wellcroft were 2-0 down to Hastings Athletic, but that's why they are at the top and they never gave up, managed to get a point. Well done, both teams. Wellcroft looking nailed on for promotion as they are now eight points clear. Well, at time of at time of filming this, this is a Monday evening. Uh, there was no team in the week, unfortunately. Not enough, probably not enough games to to really pick a side. So um Leon, um, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Gotta get the tower super tall and good. Make sure you got a tall tower, otherwise why do you even buy These are due. End of day. Yeah, got it. Got it. I'm on it, boss. Like a rash. Yeah. Talk all night, stay up by the TV light. Oh.
gentlemen with this fantastic piece of technology. Look like a budget Gandalf. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm gonna take you back to the good old days. to the SBTS fan round table. Many thanks to Big Mouth, Windy John, Robbie He Loves a Linesman, and John of the Canby Ultras for making it happen. It gives me great pleasure to introduce Sussex by the Sea, episode 99's fan round table. We are joined by the wonderful John Andrews, who is a Canby Ultra, and he's going to tell me about these Ultras in a minute. But first of all, John, thanks for coming on. No, no problem. Thank you for having me on, Chris. Nice one. Now, uh, obviously, I reached out to you because we are playing the mighty Canvey, who, uh, fingers crossed, we might be able to get some points off uh, on Saturday, uh, you know, or maybe or maybe praying, I don't know. Uh, but first of all, tell us, John, like, how did you fall in love with Canvey? And tell us about the Canvey Ultras. Uh, well, as far as falling in love with Canvey goes, um, I mean, I've only actually lived on the island for the best part of 13 years. So I'm, I'm like me early 30s now. So... Never always knew the club in their glory days. But a friend of mine sort of encouraged me down at one point. He said, let's go and watch it. And uh, yeah, I just started picking back up on it. We started sort of falling back in love with football again, really. I mean, I've always, uh, I grew up in London, so I was always West Ham at heart. But mm. um, sort of going to watch Canvey, kind of sort of revigorated my love for the game. Yeah. So going over there, meeting a few new people. And I was kind of into the whole sort of active fan thing at the time. I was starting to learn about more of what you get on the continent. And I thought to myself, just for a giggle, you know, wouldn't it be funny to form like a little supporters group at Canby? That was about knowing they used to have that anyway, like in some of the glory days. So our viewers sort of, we got together, we started, yeah, trying to sort of back the team and it nearly paid off saving us um, from getting relegated. Unfortunately, that happened. But um, we've kept at it since then. And it's always been like a sort of steady thing. But last season, it just, 
snowballed. I don't know how. So a load of old faces come back. A load of new ones, particularly kids, just jumped on it. And the, the support just seems to increase tenfold. Just It's just all the same sort of purpose, really. It's all cheering up the team. And the team seem to love it. The management love it. It's, it's been a great bit of fun. And obviously, yeah, getting promoted like we did. Again, all these places, quite a few of us have never been before because we're quite new supporters. It's It's been incredible. Yeah, well, that's great. Great to see people get behind their team. Uh, I mean, I know we try and do that here at Hastings. Don't we, Wendy? Don't we, Robbie? No, Robbie, yeah. that's mostly Robbie. <laughs> well, he's a lover of linesmen. Uh, oh, yeah. John, yeah. John, if you hear any uh, comments towards a linesman, it's usually from Roberto. So just so you know, yeah. Excuse me, I'm on video calling the linesman the best linesman in the league, so... <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, see, as you said about the Canby Ultras, so when did they actually start then? I think you, you sent me something about it earlier, but... Uh, yeah, I think it was it was around sort of midway through the first season I started supporting them. That was about 2017, it was. Mm. Um, we just, yeah, got a little group of us together and sort of the more and more been chatting over a few weeks. Um, it just kind of blossomed from there, really. Like, it always started as quite a small thing, but I think once we had a really good run in the FA Cup when everything got curtailed from COVID... That's when it sort of started to just all come together, really. And I say, last year, sort of first full season of it, it's, it's been incredible. Yeah. So you all go mob banded on the train or the coach? You got some flags and things like that? Make noise? Yeah, basically. I mean, yeah, we started to take a few little flags and got a little drum to take them out. You probably saw it, actually, when we come down to uh, to your place back in was it late November, early December, something like that, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah we always I'd... try and give a little consistent group as go. Our drum's bigger than your drum, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is, to be fair. I'll, to be, I'll, I'll rate the guy who was um, carrying it during the uh, Stortford game. I'll just see the, the scenes. Oh, that's the Matt. Oh, yeah, just yeah. up in the air like that. I was thinking, that's incredible. I, I thought he was going to lob it at my head because I'm running by him. I've Because if, if we get a goal, I, yeah, everyone knows. I, I run around like a headless chicken. And uh, old matto has got his, the thing in the air. And I'm thinking, he ain't going to hit me on the head with that, is he? But no, <laughs> luckily he didn't. Yeah. Just I normally end up being, yeah, I normally end up being the same with our one. Normally, it's, yeah. it seems to be a stick, so I'll, I'll just go to make a, a wacky motion like that and nearly take someone's head off with it. <laughs> but so we're, we're looking forward to Canvey. Uh, you've had a you've had a great season uh, with that win against Lewis. But for us Hastings fans, I think we're looking at. I mean, we could talk about it a little bit later, but I think we're looking at maybe Enfield are the only ones that are going to really slip up that we can catch. I mean, talk talk to us about your season. Yeah, I mean, the season really. It's at the moment, it's just speaking for itself. Uh, I mean, coming up out of the division we were in last year, I mean, you, well, I, I say you've probably had a similar run. You obviously won a title last year in your league. But as, as far as those sort of Isthmian um, first divisions went, they were really tough. So we thought coming into this season now, it's, it's going to be a, a tough ask to compete, really. So we were thinking, you know, lying mid-table, we finished there. We were free from relegation by this point yeah. in the season. But... What's transpired, really? Yeah, it's just been incredible. So, yeah, which never would have dreamed we'd be up there, you know, competing with some of the big boys. John, who's um, have you had anybody like famous come out of Canby Island uh, on the football squad? I mean, not um, Dr. Feelgood, but <laughs> <laughs> um, what could have done with the Dr. Feelgood actually, to tell you to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, on. think, I think there have been um, a few players who have represented us before who've gone on to play. Um, Football league, uh, things like that. Um, but yeah, mostly, we were sort of known for taking ex pros on back in the day. I mean, um, when we had a period in the early 2000s where uh, he obviously had a, a fellow called Jeff King run the club, yeah. and he put a lot of money in it. We skyrocketed up the leagues. 
we had people like Julian Dix on our book, Steve Tilson. Oh, yeah, you did, like yeah. That. I forgot about him. Oh, Dicko, yeah, right? it was it was pretty insane, really. Yeah, but you was yeah. tough with that then, being West Ham as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. The thing, yeah, and I, I got to meet Dixie a few years oh, ago. Really? He was a manager of Haybridge. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a lovely bloke, but the, the reputation he got on the pitch, he's he's such an approachable man when you actually talk to him in real life. Yeah, there's a few players like that. We got one up front called Pope. <laughs> Don't talk to him on the pitch. He's lovely on off the pitch. Yeah, off the pitch, an absolute <laughs> sweetheart, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Hang on, someone's coming in late. It's uh, uh, Super Malk. Closing a few Malk? deals, were you, mate? Closing a few deals? Oh uh, no, no, not not this week, mate. All done on it. Done and dusty for the for the season. Planning his holidays now, then, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, John, just so you know, uh, Mark is a big-time agent. Uh, he controls all of Kent, so he's... Oh, right. <laughs> well, he says he does, Man, anyway. Yeah. We believe him. But yeah, so, so we're just talking about, um, obviously, Canby, uh, famous players, Julian Dix. Uh, I remember watching him, because I was big, obviously, I'm a big QPR fan before I moved up to Hastings. Uh, well, down, yeah, down to Hastings. Yeah. And uh, yeah, old Julian Dix, what a game. That boy could put in a challenge from about 25 yards away. Yeah. It's... Uh, Oh, he certainly could. And as I say, yeah, I, I grew up on West Ham, but just used to seeing, uh, seeing a Harrier, you know, they say not, not people flying really with his challenges and always putting away a penalty, I think was the best moment I saw for him. It was just the way he just absolutely smash it. It was just no nuance or finesse about it. It was just rocket. Yeah, you uh, feared for the goalie's life, didn't you? <laughs> he did, really, yeah. That man would have lost his head in that. <laughs> but still talking about your team, um, just to say, uh, obviously, we're hopefully going to bring a few chaps down there and ladies. Nah, of course, yeah, we're. Uh, um, but we're, um, in, in terms of uh, watering holes, places like that, anywhere you suggest. Uh, well, I mean, the ground itself is is kind of a way away from a few pubs or anything. But if you do find yourself in the town, you sort of go down towards where the front is. There are a few nice little bars down there. I mean, the oldest one on the island is a place called the Monaco. Uh, it's sort of quite. Uh, I think it's a new building now, but. It's decent little boozer there. You've also got one a bit more near the high street called the Haystack, which is it's got a standard green king bum, but it's nice enough place. As far as the clubhouse goes, you know, even if you found yourself there, we've got a decent selection on on the bar. So it's you know, always that, a happening little place. Is that what you chaps do? I mean, or do you pop in a pub beforehand or do you usually just go straight to the ground? Uh, it varies, really. I mean, I've helped out a few little bits of the club as well. So normally I tend to end up going down oh, and try Sort of, yeah, set up and catch the early kickoff down there. But there's another little place we we go on the island. It's a place called the Corner Club, but it's like a members' club, so I don't really know if you would get uh, charged going in there. That's the thing. So yeah, is otherwise that, I would if, it'd be not my list recommendations. That's that's not yeah. with like ladies pole dancing and all that, is it? Members, that sort of members' <laughs> club, yeah. Oh, of course, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you obviously had the joy of going and watch the Lewis game. Tell us uh, about turning over Lewis. There's uh, not enough times I want to hear Lewis lose a game, so. <laughs> Talk to us about how you stuff Lewis. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, well, see, we went there thinking, okay, they're on a decent one of form at the moment, but and obviously they had that unbeaten home record as well. But <laughs> since the start of the year, we've ended Hornchurch and Cole Shelton's home record, so we thought, okay, you know what, make it third time the charm. Uh, obviously, going in there, we knew they were going to be set up well, and they they showed that sort of first 15, 20 minutes of the game. We're thinking, oh gosh, we we don't care, but we we can get a real arse with it, but. Uh, as we sort of settled in the game, grew into it, we sort of flipped, flipped the rhythm, really. And, uh, yeah, sort of get the goals like we did on the counter. I mean, well, uh, I saw the, yeah, we got a... was it the first one when he, he broke from the 
from your half. Yeah, yeah. It was just it, little tap on from our, our centre defensive mid, and he's just you know he's our he's our main man in Evans Kwasi. He actually knocked out hundred appearances last night for the club. Uh, he has got some engine on him, to be fair. And going to say he put the old nitrous. He put the old nitrous on, didn't he? Fucking oh, he's he's enough, yeah. boy. Yeah, and, and they tried to barge him off, but not, I ain't having none of that. Uh, rugby That's tackle. It. Rugby tackle is the only way. That's what's going to have to happen on Saturday. Yeah, I did see who you tagged, um, Chris. Or Jake Elliott, yeah. yeah. Hint. Okay. <laughs> we uh, really understand the hint, though. That's the yeah. Just take take the yellow, Jake. That's what it is. Take the yellow. You took a few down yeah. there, though, John, didn't you? How many do you reckon? Uh, I mean, we must have took about a good 30 or 40. I mean, we had yeah. a fair few of us behind the goal, and then I was sort of scattered around in the, the stands with the older gentleman and that, but yeah, again, that's just part of the growing support we've had, really. It's, it's yeah. been quite it's been insane. I'm just seeing new faces all the time. I'm like, oh, oh nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. it always <laughs> you know? looks like more than 30 and 40 when you score a goal like that, don't you? And you're going nuts. <laughs> oh, that's it, exactly, yeah. Especially against Lewis. That's <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Wherever, any day. Well, it, it, that leads me very well on here, really, to <laughs> obviously the Prem's up and downs. I mean... I would go to you first, John, really, on this. You're looking at the, you know, you've got the top five, you know, obviously Hornchurch, Bishop, Stortford, Avery, yourselves, and Enfield. Um, Enfield on 63 points, the, the ones below on 60. Do you feel that's going to kind of be the, the 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 end result? Do you think they're the five that are going to be there? Or do you think there might be a couple others that might sneak in? Uh, well, I mean, as you say, the, the top two, I think, are quite cut and dry. Yeah. It's just who finishes top out of Stortford and Hornchurch. But anything below that, really, I mean, okay, obviously we got a good win last night, but I'm taking that for at the moment. It's so complicated to change football and it's been such a tight race trying to get those last couple of playoff spots all season, really. Um, you see teams fluctuating in form, others coming into it. I mean, for yourselves, you know, you're not out of it yet. Um, you've got that game in hand with Billeretti, that could be crucial now. It's just who has the, the nerve to hold it, really. So, you know, those last two places, I think uh, they're still up for grabs. So you don't, you don't think you've got enough. You don't think you've got enough. I mean, what, you're, you're six, you're eight points clear. And you, yeah. you don't, no? I like to hope we've got one hand on it, certainly. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm confident in how our team's playing, definitely. But it's just, yeah, you just don't know, really. But, yeah. again, I'll... I didn't know we'd be in this position in the first place. So, like I say, I'm not even chickens come home to roost yet. But, yeah. As you say, though, fifth place, very open at the moment. Yeah. So, it's just who can maintain a bit of consistency the last six. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, any anyone on that? I think Enfield have got a couple of um, tricky ones. They've got Hornchurch and Avery, I think, as well, still to play. So, they yeah, might they, they've, got, they've got Herm Bay away. Yeah. Oh, Finn. Oh, actually, so, they've got... Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, Avery... Against Canvey, that's going to be a good one and all. <laughs> that's coming up. There's a few big... Uh, that's, that's already decided, John. That's going to be a draw, mate. They've already decided. Uh, what, These okay. lot that are going up, mate. They're, they're... <laughs> I was definitely looking at the Ishmael predictor, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll see hey, with Avery. We've, we've beaten once this season, so make it twice charm. Why not? <laughs> really nice one. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, out of all of them, because I've had a look at the runnings, Enfield have got the toughest running, I think. Yeah. And it's just... Oh, I don't know. I mean, it, there's some big games coming up the next couple of weeks. Um, we've, got, we've got five games in 15 days, four of them at home. <laughs> yeah. From the 1st of April, that is. Mm. Is that including the Sussex Cup or just league games? No, league games, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do about that bloody Sussex Senior Cup now. Are they going to squeeze that in with league games all 
squashed up as they are. I hope they don't move the lead games. They used to, but I don't think they will now. They seem to have changed all that. Yeah. Yeah, but... I don't know. I mean, personally, in terms of results on Saturday, I'm hoping for a draw. Yeah. I, 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 am. I, I think we'd, we'd do well with a draw. I mean, what yeah. boys, what do you think? Yeah, we're going to win. Calling it now. Win. 93rd minute winner, Jack Dixon, 30 yards, top corner. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll accept that. Sorry, John. I'll accept that. What about you, Malk? 2-0 defeat, I reckon. Fucking <laughs> hell, man. John, John, easy. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough ask, it's no doubt about that. And because you're such a good counter attacking team, you know, you don't have to win this game. I'll go one all. And if George was there, it'd be five nil, wouldn't it? Yeah, if George would say we're winning five nil. Um <laughs> but I say if we can get a draw draw out of this game, and then you know, there's there's going well, I'm looking here, we've got Herm Bay, Billericke, Potter's Bar, Horsham will be tough, Bogdan Regis and then Bowers and Pitsy, they're you know. The only tough one in pa- papers, Horsham, isn't it? Out of that, mm. other than Canberra, obviously. Yeah. But yourself, um, John, is there any what? When will you be comfortable with it? Like, is there any like? I mean, okay, if you beat us, maybe. But when when do you think it's when do you think it's comfort time? If you get a win on Saturday, yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say we'd start be feeling a, a little bit more comfortable then. But yeah. you know, once it's actually done and dusted, and we can't be cool, you know, that's my that's my room to breathe then. So, but yeah. I'll say we know it's going to be a tough game. Um, obviously, we saw that when we come down to your place uh, earlier in the season. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just going to have to be complete focus, really. But so I mean, the reverse fixture is one-one. There was a Finnamara late goal game, wasn't it? If I remember correctly, um, that, that's it. Yeah, that was. Um, that was, yeah, was I mean, we, yeah. we had the sort of strange one where we lobbed your keeper from about 35, 40 yards, and then for the rest of the game, you absolutely nearly batted us into submission. Just couldn't score until the ninety-third minute. I mean, we we held our hands up. We said, you know, that got another five minutes. You would have probably won it, but yeah, I thought we were going to be on famous smash and grab, but happy with point in the end. Yeah. Game on. That has happened a few times at our place, to be fair, yeah. but, and that probably be the difference. You know, if we don't, you know, there's a few points we've dropped, but you know, it's still been a good season for us. I can't, I can't complain. No, although, Ma- although Malcolm might talk, to- Malcolm, talk to us, please. I don't complain about anything, me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been lucky most of the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, I don't know. Um, John, well, actually, well, let's well, let's talk about the bottom. Let's talk about the bottom half quickly. So we've got, I mean, we're looking at Brighton Sea Region and Corinthians on twenty points. I think we can confidently stay there going down. But then you've got um, Bowers and Pitsy and uh, Herm Bay, twenty-seven points, thirty-one points. 34 points being out of the zone. I mean, obviously, uh, Finn O'Mara is doing well at Herne Bay. I mean, can you see any of those two getting out or do you think it... Uh, well, I mean, from a selfish standpoint, I'd probably like to see Bowers go because they seem to be a bit of a thorn in our side. And we've, again, probably uh, you used to have the sort of respect you do for Lewis. We probably mm. have the same sort of sentiment for Bowers. So, yeah, oh. seeing them go would be a comfort to Canby fans, definitely, but... On the sort of a realistic term, I mean, I think they probably don't have enough to, to stay in it now. Um, Bay, I mean, yeah, they seem to be stringing a few results together. So it's it's going to be, yeah, a bit of a tight race, I think, between them and Kingstonian, really, to yeah. see you finishing that last spot. But, yeah, that's that one going right down to the wire, I think. Like I'd say Bowers, you know, saying like the Corinthians and uh, Brighton City, I'd say they're near enough gone. It's just we have a finish in that last spot. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. And okay. Well, first, right. Listen, John, just quickly. I mean, I, 
I've said this already, but uh, no matter the result, I'd love to buy you a pint after the game, uh, either to cry on your shoulder or to, well, not laugh. I'm not going to laugh in anyone's face. I'm going to be very happy, shall we say, because our season's, you know, uh, playoffs are still on. But um, listen, all the best. Uh, and I hope, uh, obviously, I hope you make the playoffs anyway. Oh, you never know. You might eh, win a few wins. You might start thinking, nah, 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 you playoffs. But uh, yeah, all, all the best keep, for the rest of the season, mate. A bit, but, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see it yeah. go up in place of, um, well, with us and Avely are the team that misses out. That'd be lovely. Oh, that makes everyone happy. Avely missing out makes everybody happy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anti football, but yeah, no, like, cheers, mate. I'll I, I let you go because we're going to talk about some other boring stuff, John. But listen, thank you so much for coming on and look forward to seeing you on Saturday, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, lovely. Thanks for having me on, gents, and uh, yeah. look forward to that beer. So, yeah. yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah, Take care. See you on Saturday. Yeah, Cheers. See you later, John. Right, okay, right. So it's in... going to be a tough game, isn't it? Let's face it. But yeah, we'll, it's we'll really tough. that was great. You put, you posted that goal, didn't you, last night, Chris? There one. We... Yeah. That was, that yeah. Was... Oh, yeah. He's got some pace on the boy. But as I say, if he hasn't got his legs, he can't run anywhere. That's it. <laughs> Am I right? Am I wrong? You're right. Right. Exactly. The dark arts, mate. I'm employed at dark arts. It's only worth a yellow. So let's talk episode 100. Just quickly, for anyone listening, uh, I'm hoping, because uh, nothing is definite in life, that we've got uh, Hennig Venn, the comedian on. Uh, I missed a certain Gar- uh, super, super Gary Elphick on as well, the wonderful manager of Hastings United, if he is still manager then. Uh, uh, Robert Graul. Uh, yeah, he's definitely, I spoke to him last night. He's keen. He so we have got the Luftwaffe. Yeah, the Luftwaffe on their way, mate. Little bit of rundown of what's going on in Germany with the football. Yeah. The ten German bombers are yeah. incoming. Yeah, and that's it. That's all I've got. Sorry, but you know the budget's not high. <laughs> I did ask. I did try to get Chris Akabusi, but he's busy. Oh, um, you'll, you'll have Mal. So what else do you need? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you, Mal. That's very nice of you. Well, I'll let you know next Wednesday about <laughs> twenty past seven. Yeah, send him a prompt, Mal. Yeah. <laughs> But just, uh, just, just before we go, just quickly touching on the Sussex Cup oh, fiasco. Yeah. Oh, really, it's a mess, this. isn't it? If that had gone round by round and everybody knew who was playing, there's so much more interest. And now, Duncan, oh, no, because yeah. I don't want to cross the league no. position because of Sussex Cup. I'd much rather throw the youngsters out yeah. and focus on like the Herne Bay game. <laughs> exactly. It's a real shame that the Sussex Cup is just a distraction. There's no way that Super Elphick's going to put. The foot, a proper team out is he? Yeah, yeah. If, if we're still in it, playing Eastbourne and we miss a miss the playoffs and running, we'll be human. Although, does that not count? Like, I know Popey's out for two. Yeah, it will be one of the games. If I'm right, it, it, Sussex Cup does count for suspension because it's domestic competitions. Yeah, yeah it does. You're right. So actually, Sussex yeah. Cup isn't that bad then, is it? Ah. So what you're saying, one player's one yellow card on one game suspension. <laughs> not, not even take yellow card. Oh no, miss. There you go. But um, yeah, I. Are you the, with a full team, you'd expect us to turn up and beat all the Aceborn United AFC. I think, but, even, um, to be fair, I think our under 23s should. James Hole, bag of hat trick, calling it now. James Hole hat trick. Yeah. I'm not sound of that. But yeah, so uh, it's just coming. Very, it's not that often we get to go over there either. So if anybody's not been to the Oval, nice little ground. We, we played in a pre season a couple of seasons ago, or this season, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of, right? That's it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting confused. Which is the one that's near the, swim, the, one, the swimming pool? Yeah, that one, that is it. Yeah. yeah. It's in the park, isn't it? Sort of just off of Prince's Park. I've not been to that one. I've been to the other one. Oh, 
as a long oh god they used to have this fan right he must have been in his probably 70s or 80s i'm talking back in the early 80s now but whenever they got the ball he just Samalite United <laughs> it's like that's all you could hear he was the only fan in the whole of the ground that you could hear well, he's probably been satellite now and he? he's probably, yeah, probably his ashes yeah. are somewhere Probably. Yeah, bless it. Yeah, bless <laughs> it. Yeah, do you like that? Do you like that one? Yeah, cool, man. Um, but yeah, um, no, they, they've caught a friendly bunch then. And Billy's, Billy Wood's got connections with him, hasn't he? Didn't he come from, he was their CEO, wasn't he? CEO for us. Yeah. yeah he was there. Oh, was that the one? I thought it was yeah. um, no, Eastbourne it's Town. No, it was Eastbourne no, United, United AFC. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah well, I think get that one out of the way. And, yeah, it'd be nice to get to the final. But in the meantime, it's a bit of a distraction, isn't it? For the first team. Could be League and Cup double. Am I, you know, am I getting ahead of myself there? And the under-18s might get theirs there in the final, aren't they? It's true, yeah. Um, The threes have got a chance, so could be a bit of a sweep. You never know. Who's there Saturday then? No, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm there. I'm I'm excited how I'm getting there, but I'll be there. How how did we all feel about last weekend then, with the game being called off? If To me, it felt like we lost, even though we didn't play, because everybody around... Every result went against us, and now it feels like we're chasing a pack. We feel like we've yeah. lost ground. We've had ten for the game in hand. You know, it's still the same, really. But it just mentally, it just felt like we lost that weekend. Yeah, it would, it would be like a big attendance on Saturday, really getting behind the lads. Now, what it would be, how the weather's been recently, it'd be a yeah. soggy, cold Tuesday night. Half the attendance, what it would have been, maybe not as good atmosphere. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, we're going to, we'll win it. It's just um. But they've got to travel on a Tuesday night, and they all the way down from Billericay. So that is yeah. true. Yeah, they might not fancy it, might they, Mark? No. After a day's work, travelling down from Billericay on a Tuesday night could be sticky. It's tricky. Yeah. I think that's Billericay. a good one nil result for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they cancelled the under twenty threes tonight, haven't they? At the pilot field. Which... Constant rain the last few days. They're worried about the pitch, aren't they? Because we've so many uses this season. I was secret, secretly pleased that they cancelled that and didn't just let it go on play. Well, chucking it down anyway, isn't it? But yeah, that that pitch is is Paul Simon struggled with that this year. It's grass just hasn't grown, is it? It doesn't look it. It looks fine, doesn't it? But there there's problems with it again now. And now they switched the electric fence off as well. The foxes are having a field day, aren't they? There's more potholes on the pilot field than there are up Downs Road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get the council on it. Don't let's not talk about the council. Oh, yeah, not let's not let's not go there, mate. Let's not talk about the council. Yeah. It's all gone. It's all gone quiet over there. That's for another podcast. Anyway, listen, gentlemen. Thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing, obviously, Super Malk, uh, Robbie uh, on Saturday, but um, maybe Tuesday, John to uh, Eastbourne. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe. It depends on um, the ill health issues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, listen. I'll just ask about Nick, uh, the, the 100th podcast. What time yeah. are you filming that? I need to know for Robert in Germany. Uh, it should be. UK time. <laughs> it should be half past seven. It, should be, it just works being mental. You know what in, Germans uh, are like. Though. They want the exact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be pedalling back and I hear the, the, the Luftwaffe coming over. They, they don't have late. Quick. They don't have anything late, mind you. He was telling me some stuff last Let's, night. They've even got potholes in Germany at the moment. There you go. 
Well, that's not. They're, they're, they're usually quite efficient. Yeah, well, make it eight o'clock. Make it eight o'clock then. Yeah? Uh, eight eight o'clock. And then I'm definitely. I'm definitely. Right. Eight o'clock UK time. Right. Listen, gents, see you in the game. Mel, Robbie, John, pleasure. That's it for another week, grassroots football fans. Whoever you're going to watch this week, make sure you're loud and proud. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game. <laughs>